Good morning, sunshine. It's a brand new day filled with brand new mercies. What was your first thought this morning? Thank you for joining me to hear mine. It's My Morning Thought with Barbara Scorza. Good morning, sunshine. Thank you for joining me for My Morning Thought. And as always, I want to hear yours. What are you thinking today? What was your first thought this morning? Well, I'd like to tell you mine. My first thought this morning was, I am set free. Okay, so before I tell you about the scripture that that brought me to, I want to tell you a story. Surprise, I have a story. So many years ago, um, I guess maybe 21. Probably about 12 or 13 years ago, my grandson had a gecko. And the gecko was named Spike. And Spike lived his life in like a fish tank. Spike was actually given to us. So Spike belonged to a family, their younger son and, well, their older son and then passed down to a younger son. And I think it might've even started out being the cousin's gecko and then to this family that we knew and then to us. So it's my grandson's pet gecko. And like I said, Spike lived his whole life in a fishbowl. It had, you know, things to make his fish bowl, or fish tank, not bowl, to look like his home. Like he had rocks, he had a lamp, and you know, all of those things, sand, that made it look like it was home for him. But he was living inside of a fish tank. So one winter, it was very cold, and our power had gone off, and my grandson knowing that his gecko could not control his body heat took him out of the tank and put him in his pocket he wanted to make sure spike's body temperature was regulated so he put him in his pocket next to his heart and he fell asleep with spike in his pocket in some way, well, not a hard stretch to imagine, but Spike got out of his pocket. So he gets up and now Spike is not there. He cannot find Spike anywhere. We look all over for Spike. No Spike. So we had determined that Spike probably had gotten out and because it was so cold, even in the house, because the power was out, we had just kind of thought that maybe Spike was no longer with us. We thought Spike might have frozen to death. So then about two weeks later, his brother is sitting and he's at a desk and he looks under the desk and he says, isn't that Spike? (laughs) And there Spike was under the desk. Now, Spike had not been there the whole two weeks. 
But Spike had managed to come there and pick them up and Spike was still alive. We don't know what Spike ate for the last two weeks. But anyway, he put Spike back into his tank. And then we noticed Spike every day would come to the glass, like to the tank. And he would like bump his head as if he was trying to get out. So Spike had been totally content in this glass tank, this enclosure, for what, probably close to 10 years, because he never knew that there was anything outside of that tank. But then Spike had gotten out and he had experienced freedom for two weeks. And he realized that there was more than what was inside that tank. So it's like, for another two weeks he would come to the edge of that tank like he was trying to get out like he'd even hit his head against the glass as if he was trying to get out so that's the my story of like being content with what you have when it's all you know but then when you know different you're no longer content with what you had you want the more now. So Spike wanted more. He wanted to be outside of that glass tank. So like I said, my thought this morning was, I have been set free. So I think about my life and my life pre-Christ to my life now with Jesus being set free because I was bound to sin before Christ. But now I've been set free and the Holy Spirit lives inside of me, which gives me what I need to live in that freedom. So I don't want to go back to where I was. I, I can't go back. I don't want to go back. There's absolutely no way I want to be back where I started. Now, the taste of freedom in Christ looks different from what we think of when we think of being free to do whatever we want. Um, in Christ, we are free to do what we want, but we're free from sin, which means the desires, those fleshly desires and the pulls of the world are not what we want so that's not what we consider freedom our freedom is in Christ and free from sin is just greater than anything like you might think when you're living in the world and living for the world that that's what true freedom is you know you think about kids like I can't wait till I turn 18 so I can do what I want to do so we think that freedom comes in the ability to do whatever you want to do. But I think real freedom comes in the ability to do what you choose to do, but within a realm of protection. And when we operate outside of God and we're operating under the, the pull of sin, like under the fleshly desires, then we're not in that realm of freedom because that is sin is is death to us 
but Jesus came so that we might live. He provides life for us. So I think about Second Peter. In Second Peter 2, it talks about false teachers. And it talks about those very things that, you know, the false teachers will have you to believe that, you know, living for yourself, living for your selfish and fleshly desires is where you need to be and what you need to be doing. But you have to remember that there's real freedom in Christ. So verse 19 says, they promise, talking about the false teachers, they promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity. For people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. Whoa. You are a slave to whatever has mastered you. Now, that could be a job, meaning, you know, we are slave to the work because money is our master. Greed is our master. Um, it could be food. Uh, it could be a relationship. It could be sexual promiscuity. It could be anything, anything that masters us, anything that takes control, like we don't have the control. So whatever has taken control of us is our master. And the world provides a master for us. Sin is our master before we accept Christ. But I want you to know that Jesus came and he lived and he died so that you could be free, so that you could live, so that you could be free from sin. So when we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, we become new creatures. We no longer are slaves to sin. We are free from it. Galatians 5 and 1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. Do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Don't go back. And back to 2 Peter 2, verse 20 goes on to say, If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are again entangled in it and are overcome, they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. So if we have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior and then we allow the world to take us back, we become entangled and we become overcome by the world and fall back into living for the world and not living for Christ. It says we're worse off than we were before. And like I said, you know, it's one thing to live in a space not knowing that there's anything different. But to know that there's different and still choose to live in the space that provides you with less. I, that's just worse off than, than you were before. So what has mastered you? What are you a slave to? What do you need to do to break those, those chains? What do you need to do? I know the answer is living in Jesus. Remember, Jesus came 
to die in your place. He came so that you might live. He came to free you from the chains of slavery. And when you accept him as Lord and Savior of your life, you live in freedom and you have everything you need to live in freedom because the Holy Spirit is deposited in you at the time that you accept him as Lord and Savior of your life. And the Holy Spirit has the power. It's the same power that raised Jesus from the dead that lives inside of you. He has the power to allow you to live in freedom from sin. But you have to be willing to surrender. You have to be willing to submit to the Holy Spirit. So what are you living in bondage to? How can you break those chains? I'd love to hear what is, what is holding you as a slave what has mastered your life i'd love to know remember you can always go to the website www.mymorningthought.com or you can send me an email at barbara at mymorningthought.com you can always call me or text me or if you see me let me know i want to know and i would love to pray with you for that freedom i would love to pray for you to accept Christ into your life and he will give you freedom from what has mastered you. And remember, when we get that freedom, we don't want to go back. It'll be worse than before because it's worse to know freedom, to have lived in freedom and then turn around and go back to bondage. I want you guys to have a fantastic day. Thank you for joining me for my morning thought. And don't forget, I want to know yours. So leave me a note. And until we meet again, do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. I'm your host, Barbara Scorza, and our music was by Ashat Daniel Yen.